Hello and welcome to According to John, where today our topic of conversation is fuel, economy, food, energy, supply lines, supply lines. What is going on, Pastor John? Oh my goodness. It is absolutely insane. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today we're going to discuss the diesel fuel shortages, the water that's disappearing from the rivers and the lakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there shall be. Fa- oh, I don't want to get ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to let Jesus explain this to you. <laughs> How about the railroad and the famine that's coming, the diesel shortages that are slamming us in the face because of heating oil. Well, that's not why, but we're going to discuss more. We got a lot of ammo today. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm going to tell you, we will get it covered. And none of this is fun for us. No. But we need to be watchmen on the wall. We need to be as the men of Issachar who understand our times and know what to do. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't be right for us to not do a podcast and share this with you. And so uh, what we have done is we have combined, like we did the last time, uh, the Pastor Duke podcast and according to John podcast, even though we're podcast married, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we wanted, you know, it's just a one edit, put it up on both podcasts so that we can get this out. And, uh, and this just makes the most sense for us. Yeah, and this is, this is critical timing. Sometimes yeah. we do uh, a podcast that's kind of timeless on a Bible study, but th- this is like elections are coming in, in five days. That's our time frame. And a whole lot of weird stuff has been happening leading up to We're gonna the We're going to talk about the election ballots. Yeah, and uh, what could be happening immediately or soon after. Yeah the elections and it all ties together with Bible prophecy and the end of the age. Yeah. And there is so much to discuss. So let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we will get started. Brother, if you'll pray for us. Okay. Father in heaven, I pray in Jesus name for the anointing of our lips to bring you glory, to make your word clear, to bring to the attention of those who seek you, what is really happening in this world. I pray that you'll anoint their ears to hear and our minds to understand that they would be ready for such an hour as we think not the son of god cometh and i pray that we'll use the knowledge that we have to warn people for them to be ready as well in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen let's let jesus uh frame this whole thing up because this isn't stuff we're making up he spoke these words how long ago pastor john two thousand years ago roughly and what did he say Uh, he said, all people will become stupid in their own minds and want their own way and bring destruction upon them. (laughs) I think that was a paraphrase, but it wasn't far off. I'll take it, but you don't get a point for that, but I do like it. It wasn't far off. All right. Uh, I just couldn't help myself, brother. Luke 21, 11, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. And pulling it all together, why don't we go ahead and jump down to uh, verse 25, because this is all the same sermon, all the same timing, and it'll just frame yep. up everything we're going to share with you. Well, in, in 25... 
25 really cinches it up, if you will. It says in verse uh, in Luke chapter 21, verse 25, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, yeah. the sea and the waves roaring. Verse 26, I really want to add in here because... Uh, it, well, here we go. Adding more scripture, John. I, it's my problem. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> it's my problem. I didn't give him permission for this, but I, I, I grant it now. Uh, there, it wasn't in my go. text. Okay. We're sharing the show today. So go ahead. Men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Wowzer. I, I should have added that myself. <laughs> Jesus is talking about what it's going to be mm-hmm. in the days just before he comes. Now, we know there's always been famine, earthquake, pestilence, and things around the world, but never like what we have today. That that verse also in that uh, sermon he gave, he said, when you begin to see all these That's things right. come to pass. So it's a combination of all these things. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make us happy and these things are, are horrific to, to, in reality, but they're warnings. And those of, I'd, I'd rather know what's happening right. than not know right. what's happening. Right. And I well, know why and where it's heading. One of the interesting passages that we're going to read as well is verse 28. Because verse 28 gives us a reference point uh, of hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great word, John. Hope. Hope. Because we're living in a world where there's not a lot of hope. Oh, if you're looking to the government, you're looking for anything else on this earth, There's the hope is diminishing. What if you're a Ukrainian citizen, an innocent Ukrainian citizen today, or you're a Russian citizen living in uh, what was Eastern Ukraine? Right. What is, what is their hope today? What yeah. if you're living in France today? What if you're living in England today? What if you're living in Germany today? What if you're living in Sri Lanka today who, who's completely economically collapsed about uh, three weeks ago? These people are, are, are there. There's no food, no right. energy. Yeah, it, that, that's the thing, Duke. This is global, man. That, it's so global. And if you miss the global, see, okay, it's happening in America and it's affecting us. So that, that grabs our attention. But when it is global and in everyone's face, when it's in our brothers and sisters' face across the ocean, man, it is, it, this is this is biblical. Now we're 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 we literally are living in biblical times. I'm hearing that even on the mainstream fake news. Yeah, because they they know there's a perfect storm developing. Right, and they there's no earthly physical fix for what's going on and they are actually using that phrase right. of biblical apocalyptic proportion yeah. yeah it's funny they don't believe the bible until now yeah. <laughs> or they want to use it for their news agenda yeah 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 if they can use it make them look good <laughs> right. now johnny yeah. i just like to bring to attention that you just raced ahead a little bit i'm sorry like i always do i know <laughs> i'm rubbing off on you dude i love it <laughs> well i want i want to do the hope verse and here's the hope verse okay verse 28 because we read we read in 25 right uh, and there will be signs in the sun and the moon, in the stars and on the earth, 
distress of nations with perplexity to see in the waves roaring men's hearts failing them from fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken verse 27 then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory verse 28 though is a time stamp if you will yes, for is. us right it gives us it kind of tells us when jesus is going to return we don't know the time or the day nobody does or the hour but here's what we do know Verse 28, Jesus says, now, when these things begin to happen, when they begin to happen, look up and lift your heads because your redemption draws near. The thing that overwhelms me about this passage, you know, I'm an American, born in America, minister in America. And we see everything through the American eyes. Mm -hmm. If you're in Sweden right now, you see things through a Swedish eyes. Right. You see all the refugees coming from Ukraine. I have Christian friends in Sweden taking in refugees. But uh, what we're talking about here is not Swedish and it's not American. It's what? It's, it's global. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. Global. That is a huge point. Uh, seeking Christian. Lock that down. We're talking Global. We're going to come back in a few minutes. We're going to talk about the American situation at home first, and then we're going to take you abroad and take a look at the same principles, uh, the principles of, uh, what did I write down here? Finance, food, and fuel. We're going to focus in immediately about the fuel situation, uh, but that's the direction we're going to go in. Finances, food, and fuel, they're all tied tightly together they, you can't separate it's 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 a combo we're gonna uh, john's gonna pull up some more stuff here about really what does that mean perplexity he's gonna go to some of the original languages the actual greek words that uh, jesus used uh and there is some fen phenomenal insight coming to you from the words of jesus in his original language yeah, I um, one of the things that I want to look up is the word distress. Um, uh, uh, una, how does that say? I think it's unao or something like that. Unao. Yeah, something like that. We but here's, here's what it means. Um, when it talks about, and there will be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars and on the earth, distress of nations. And that word global. is global and the distress of nations literally means a place for confinement or prison. Wow, that's powerful. Confinement, prison. Prison. What was just happening with the COVID, all oh, the COVID lockdowns? Lockdown. Confinement, yeah. nations locked down. Oh, they can't be connected. Right. Or, or maybe they are. Well, and here's the other, there's a, a second half to that word is a state of distress that involves a high degree of anxiety, Distress, dismay, and anguish. I think you need to read that again. Let it sink in. A state of distress that involves a high degree of anxiety, distress, dismay, and anguish. And it involves imprisonment. Yeah. Hopelessness. Hopelessness. Words. Yeah. I mean, and, and so what happens is, is the earth is distressed uh, or, or all nations. I'm sorry. Which is the earth. I mean, yeah, it's everybody yeah. in it is distressed or put into prison. COVID put us in a prison. 
uh, lack of fuel is going to put us in prison. Yeah, lack of no- food is going to put us in prison. Lack of resources is going to put us in prison. I'm, uh, 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 we are going to be imprisoned on a multitude of levels. And, and I'm not... I'm not trying to be a naysayer, but we have to understand. But what you just said is the reality of living in Revelation chapter 13 with the mark of the beast. If you don't have this mark, you can't, that'd be like a digital uh, personal ID. If you don't have it, you can't buy or sell anything. And something we just learned very recently, because we haven't lived in China, we'd have learned it a long time ago. When you cross over the agenda of the totalitarian government of China, what do they do with your bank account? Oh, they shut it down. What if you were a trucker and you lived in China, in, in Canada? Canada? What did you do with your shut account? it down? Yeah, yeah. What? Are, what if you're a farmer in the Netherlands and you disagree with the government? Shut it, it down. Yeah, yeah. So what? Well, and how about this? Uh, PayPal, PayPal, yeah. because there are some people out there that weren't politically correct. PayPal. Took it upon themselves. Shut them down. To fine them 20. Well, the first offense. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. The first offense is fine them $2,500 and deduct it from their account. That was their first offense. For what they. Because you disagree with, with, with the Biden administration. <laughs> Totalitarianism is at our doorstep. It's in our face, man. It's poking us in the eyeball and we can't see it. I think we're going to get some major pushback at the uh, upcoming midterm elections, which is like five days away for us yeah. at the time of this uh, uh, podcast. But but for the audience, for you to understand that that totalitarianism that we, we see clearly in Revelation 13 seemed like, come on, man, that, that's crazy. Right. Well, guess what? It's already here. Well, and, and that just goes back to when Jesus said, when when the end begins, right before the rapture, it's going to come on like labor pains. Yeah. And it's going to increase. Suddenly, faster and faster. Harder. And harder, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's, think about that. Dude, that's exactly what's happening, not just in America, but around the world. We're going to keep throwing that in your face. <laughs> It's not America only. Yep. It clearly is America because yep. America is the last domino. Right. Well, uh, the rich, the, listen, listen, the richest is always the last to feel the effect of no money. Yeah. This, yes. Amen. And, and of course, America will be the last to feel the true effects of it. But here's what we're seeing. You know, first off, you said you mentioned the election. So we have the election coming up. And you know what I learned the other day, which I didn't know? And you might want to pay attention to this when you go to the polls is in the conservative line, yeah, they point. put all the Democrats' names in it. Mm-hmm. They dubbed them in. They did. Sometimes I am so frustrated with the Republican Party, and they're vi- vi- veering away from God's plan. I'll just vote for the conservatives. Yeah, me too. And it's all Democrats now. Yeah, yeah. So beware. <laughs> Satan is more subtle than any beast <laughs> of the field. Man, Satan, is he's all about elections. <laughs> I am... I am. I just found that out about five days ago, Johnny. It freaks me out. I'm dumbfounded about yeah. it, man. I found it out last yeah. night. Don't vote conservative. Vote uh, independent, yeah. um, or or just learn the people that you're voting for what and vote believe. for them by name. Vote for them. If they kill babies, I ain't voting for them. Mm-mm. What I find really interesting is that's the platform that the Democrats are running on is murder. 
Yeah, that's what they keep throwing in. That's it. It's abortion, 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 abortion. Because they don't want to address any of the other issues. But let's get back to the scriptural part here because okay. we can't fix the other part. <laughs> right, right. So so the next word that we looked at, we looked at distress, right, which literally means imprisonment, if you will. And then, uh, you know, so it literally it would read, and on the earth imprisonment of all nations. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on and says, with perplexity. Ooh, I love that word. Perplexity in the Greek is aporia or aporua, however you want to say it. According to the computer, you said it right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we cheated. <laughs> Johnny cheated. I do all the time. And it means lack of money or possessions, lack of means or resources. Scary, isn't it? Now, this was written, uh, Jesus said this. Right at 2,000 years ago. Yeah. He kind of pinpointed how it would be, and we wake up. We're in it. And we read the morning paper, if there is such a thing anymore, listen to news, fake news, or real news, and guess what? It's the same on this on this one. Yeah. And, and so Jesus says when you see these things begin to happen, mm-hmm. get ready because he's, he's close. Yeah. He's close. So when we see perplexity... Lack of money or possessions, lack of means or resources. And Duke, every day, what are they telling us is coming up short? Diesel fuel. I picked up on this when the first time I heard about it was day 40. We have 40 days left in the reserve. And I'm like, oh, now that's not true. This is America. We already have supply line issues and running uh, uh, at a deficit on fuel, uh, diesel fuel. That would paralyze the nation. Well, that's the other thing is the, the, the uh, green liberals, and, and I'm, I'm really going to stay nice on this podcast. The because... people <laughs> who worship the green god, little G, mm-hmm. for fear that the global warming will kill everybody someday. They're sacrificing that on the altar of freezing to death this winter. Right. And, and those are and the facts. eating and eating yeah. and, and everything else. Clothing, well, John, when you're food. dead, you don't need to eat. Right. When you're this frozen to death, you don't need to eat. So, well, they so fix- what happens is they're screaming for the trucks to stop, right? Because the trucks are polluting the environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just, and just in case, you didn't realize if anything, anything and everything you have in your home, in your garage, in your yard, other than what God planted came by diesel trucks, everything, diesel boats, diesel trains. It might've been a diesel barge that brought it to a point, but at a certain pickup point, it was the unloaded trucks. and brought to us by a truck. Trucks. And I'm traveling all the time and passing trucks. And every time I see one, I thank the Lord. Thank for Jesus. A truck. And farmers, you know what tractors run on? Diesel. Diesel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. The boats, and, the trains, the trucks, all on diesel. And uh, as of yesterday, we're down to like 12 days supply. Right. Might be off a day or so, but right. and it, it, and it is running out. And it doesn't mean that, that they don't have it. It means we aren't going to get it. <laughs> I mean, let's clarify it because they, they have it. Look, look uh, the resident, Joe Biden, sent Russia like a billion dollars to finish so that they could finish their pipeline. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he shuts three of ours down. And then later blows up their pipeline. Then blows it up. 
And then, <laughs> dude, I'm t- oh my goodness. And then, uh, and then, what's he do with our reserves? And you guys, by the way, you can Google all of this. We're not, we're not saying anything you can't find this yourself. Info's out there. Uh, he gives China uh, our reserves. Doesn't sell it to him. Yeah, we have this. We we love you here. You hate us, but we'll we'll bless you. We're, we're going to give you our reserves, and so and and by the way, that was what two months ago. John, I explained this all to you a long time ago. You didn't get it. Two plus two is five. I know because I'm so slow. <laughs> <laughs> Insane foreign policy, but you see, it is honest, Johnny, from a an American point of view that we love every nation. People should love their nation. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's a God given yep. thing. Yep. But see, we think we want America to be strong and 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 be blessed and have peace and provision. That's not the agenda of the globalist. Right. The, their agenda is to so destroy the nation right. that it forces America. That's exactly what Biden said about three months ago. We will lead the way into the new world, world order. order. I don't well, think- look at look at your our water supplies. Let's look at the rivers. Yep. Okay. And Let, let's put this in perspective here. Go ahead. We have the truck diesel issue, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yep. Yep. On top of that. Now we have water issues in the rivers that do what? Stop transportation. Because the Mississippi River is so low, what's happening? Barges can't float down it to get the supplies where it needs to go. They're getting stuck on sandbars. The whole tourist industry, the riverboat tours, they're done for now until higher water comes. Yep. Which doesn't down. look like it's going to happen. There's no... There's nothing inside. How about how about Lake Mead? Mm-hmm. Lake Mead is almost done. Uh, the Hoover Dam is at tw- uh, now. This was a month ago. They were at twenty eight percent capacity. And they get down to about twenty five percent capacity. They're done. The hydroelectric shuts down. Right. You're talking about a a blackout, not a brownout. Right. Not a rolling brownout. A blackout right. of energy for huge sections of our of our country. But do you know the? Do you know? Uh, who survives off of Lake Mead. And I didn't know this until I started researching. California, Nevada, and Mexico. I didn't know the Mexican part. Mexico. Arizona, huge. I New thought Mex- New, New Mexico, Mexico. Yeah, I didn't know Mexico. But uh, when I looked it up, either it was a typo and they left out the new for Mexico or it's Mexico uh, I don't know which. It might have been a typo, but when I looked at it, I went, "There's no way. How could Mexico be getting be affected by our by the Mississippi River?" So it's probably New Mexico, Colorado, um, all all those western states. Just their drinking water. Now, something that Johnny you you d- dug up um, f- for preparation for this uh, show was the water transport. They're transporting huge amounts of fresh drinking water. water. Uh, from the Midwest <laughs> to the Western states on trains. Via so, rail. So if the rails aren't running, oh, did we get there yet? By the way, the strike on the railroads? Yeah, so this is kind of a perfect storm. We have the uh, the diesel issue. We have the low water issue, so the barges can't run. Mm-hmm. And then you have the railroads uh, setting up for uh, strike, and you right. did the research. Why don't you share that? Well, why? And that's the thing. If you think about it, they can portray this, and the reason we're, we're calling it the perfect storm is because they can say, "Hey, okay, uh, you know, it's 
not just diesel that we have. So we have diesel problems with the trucking companies. We have water problems with the barges. And now we have rail problems because people want more money, more days off, uh, better medical, so on and so forth. So in order to spare the rail temporarily because they have until mid-November to actually make a decision whether they're going to come to an agreement or not. So what they have agreed thus far for the railroad is a 24% increase in wages between now and 2024. And mid-November is uh, 12 days, John. <laughs> right? It is all hitting the fan yeah. at the same mm -hmm. time. Right. And and they want uh, they want more days off paid and they want if they're going to go to the doctors they want paid to go to the doctors and they want it. but what what's really interesting is they have in the last several years they have cut the workforce for the railroad industry by 30 percent which is huge because it was already dwindling as it was so now they've cut the workforce meaning that they can't operate like they should, which we see that in stores. I mean, they're cutting their workforce because they can't afford to pay the high wages. And so we're getting, we're not getting customer service. We're not getting what we need in the stores. And now we don't have diesel. Now we don't have water. Now we don't have ships. Now we don't, I mean. And the trucks run on what? Diesel. The barges run on what? Diesel. And the trains run on what? Diesel. Yeah. Just. Oh, and now here's the other thing that's really interesting is we're coming into the cold season and the Northeast runs on diesel. Now we call it home heating oil, but let me help you out. There's different grades of it. But it's, it's number two, it's number two diesel that is thin. Now, and here's the other thing that people don't realize. So number two diesel is, is home heating oil and it's thinned by kerosene. So it won't freeze. Well, guess what they're not doing this year because they don't have the kerosene. Mm -hmm. They're not thinning home heating oil. So guess what? If you don't put what's called a 911 diesel additive in your oil, you better call your oil company, find out if it's been, uh, if it has been uh, uh, thinned. If it's not been thinned by kerosene and people don't realize this, diesel not thinned or not taken care of by chemical will gel in the cold weather and then your furnace won't run anyway you could have a full tank of fuel but it won't run because it'll gel up and uh, and uh, and the fuel companies aren't telling homeowners that there's no additive in there so when it gets cold if your tank is outside you're not going to get fuel because it'll gel up yep That's and so what's going to happen when people can't get warm so this is a perfect storm uh, you put all of that together, uh, the transportation l literally could be coming to a shutdown. Yes. I don't like this. I'm a wimp. Right. I like my creature comforts. Mm -hmm. I'm planning on moving to uh, uh, Florida for the winter and South Carolina in spring. And I look at all this. And if this all happens, if this perfect storm hits the way some of them say uh, that we should, or, uh, that it will, I might be staying in New York right. and cutting fire, cutting trees during the winter because I don't have a supply of wood, like because I wasn't expecting to be here. Right. But I might not be able to get fuel oil. And I, you know, I I filled up my tank. I have a full uh, 275 gallon tank full, 
and I think I paid a dollar eighty nine for it. And to refill it, I believe it's around six dollars a gallon. Right now, gallon. yeah, right now the average is five sixty nine. Five sixty, and it varies depending on what town you're in and what. It, well, check this out though. So we live in New York, and that and gas prices now are like five dollars a gallon. And my daughter just got back from Colorado, where gas prices were three fifty a gallon. So it just shows you uh, Democrat-run states love to take your money. They don't care about you. Yeah, because their agenda that's, that's is the whole thing. globalist. Yeah. And that's what um, everybody, when you, when you lock that in, their plan is to bring us down to force us into the new world order. Right. That's their plan. Everything that's happening uh, under the Biden administration and the Democratic Congress and Senate is heading that way. Well, it, we don't have a shortage, Duke. No, we're, we're, we have a glut of oil under the ground. We and, have it, but they're choosing, in the name of the green god, uh, not to use it. Well, and here's the other thing. America shut down a multitude of refineries, right? Mm -hmm. So that when, and because of COVID, and again, you can research this COVID hits, we use it as a scare tactic. Everybody stays home for fear of dying over something that's 99.9% .9 recoverable from. I'm not saying that people didn't. What I'm saying is that it was nothing that should have shut the world down and it did shut the world down, which that's the other thing, Duke, is if you look at COVID and it's a virus, okay scientific fact a virus cannot exist in 30 degree weather and 90 degree weather at the same time that would be the science that's the science okay but what did we have we had the same virus exist in every country in every <laughs> temperature in every situation that's never happened before all at the same time all at the same time and it came suddenly and it came stronger and it came faster yeah. kind of like jesus said a woman in and, travail and it was literally at the same time so every government around the world shut down their country at the same time mm -hmm. and now they shut down plants which seemed interesting that they shut down every plant that mattered mm -hmm. fuel fuel food food mostly just those two uh, but there was plenty of chocolate you could buy <laughs> plenty of alcohol you was could buy readily available junk food yeah the, keep the bars open keep the liquor stores open that's essential <laughs> every everything that would stop you from from getting well yeah essential and destroying you yeah yeah yeah. Stayed, Johnny, in, stayed in process. We, we've been looking mostly at America for a moment. You brought up a point in our preparation. I don't want to, I wrote it down because I don't want to forget about it. We were looking at kind of the water shortages mm. that are acute yeah. in Western. We, yeah. we kind of hit that a moment yeah. ago. The, yeah. the Lake Mead, the Colorado River, uh, the groundwater has been depleted in, in these areas as well. The aquifer is, is basically gone. And so it is critical. And you brought up a point earlier, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the hurting. Yeah. Why don't you hit that for a moment? That's a great point. Because what's happening is, and by the way, again, this is global. There's, <laughs> We're going into that in a minute. That'll be my job. That, I'll let you have that okay. one. But here's what's happening. As I was studying out Lake Mead, 
And they're saying that literally it's, it's getting to the point where they're going to have to, nobody's, nobody's going to be able to draw off of it because, uh, they, they went in and tunneled, uh, like Vegas did. They went in and tunneled so that they can start pulling now from the bottom of the lake thinking this is going to work really well. But then here's the problem because the lake levels are dropping so much that it's now it's, it's gaining bacteria. So the bacteria is not any good. That's going to start uh, uh, harming people, which will force them, <clears throat> excuse me, it'll force them to stop the water altogether, which is going to force the people from out west that draw from that river. It's going to force them to move. Property values will go to next to nothing. nothing. It'll go to nothing. And they're going to be forced to move. Because there'll be no work. There'll be nothing. Who can live where there's no water? And according to the agenda, UN Agenda 2030. Uh, Which was two years ago? Well, no, it was it was originally written in 1992. Right, right. But I mean, when re-upped. they had it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trump put them back a bit. They re-upped. But one of their declared plans mm-hmm. is to move the population from from the you know spread out to smart cities and their high-rise yes. apartments and uh, so they're force, gonna they're gonna drive them all in force population density yep that's part of the plan right when you look what's happening they're forcing them and when you don't have water guess what you head east mm-hmm. you're gonna have to you have no choice you're, you're not gonna have a choice and so what are we doing we are hurting because guess what I can control what's under one roof way better than a hundred roofs. Yeah, that's Satan's plan. It's always concentration of power, mm-hmm. concentration of population. He did it at the Tower of Babel. God brought judgment upon that. He's doing it in the end times. Yeah. And that is in a written plan. Agenda 2030, go to my podcast. Just call that the Agenda 2030. Read it in their own words, right off their webpage. And it's happening even as we speak. Right. So we focus, I'm kind of time conscious here. We focus a bit on America and its grave with no end in sight. But Jesus wasn't talking about America. He's talking global. Global. So we want to kind of uh, take the next part of our podcast and hit kind of what's happening globally. Mm-hmm. With the, within the same framework of thinking globally, what is happening financially, globally, what is happening in reference to food sources and fuel? You want to jump in there a bit? Yeah. Well, when you look at uh, finances, what I found really interesting, and it started a couple of years ago, about two years ago, all of a sudden, all these countries were going bankrupt. I noticed that. Just Quinky dink. All of, all of a sudden, they're like bankrupt, 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 right? And what was it doing? It was causing hurting. Mm-hmm. It was forcing everybody in the outer layers to come in. And uh, and it so started accomplishing it. I think that those were trial runs. And I think COVID trial run. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the threat of no fuel trial run. And because we have it, we're just not going to open up refineries. So instead of opening up existing refineries, and this is around the world now, instead of opening up existing refineries, we're building new ones. And so we have to wait a year or two for them to be built for us to get oil again. Mm -hmm. Dude, by then the damage is done. And and, uh, even over in Europe, dude, in Europe, they are pushing everybody into one central location. It's the plan. Because that's where the food's going to be. That's where the fuel's going to be. That's where the finances are going to be. Mm-hmm. It's all it's being f- 
pushed that way. Think this morning. We woke up in America. My house was warm. I have wood. I have food. Uh, I do have a a half a tank of gas and uh, probably be able to get gas. Uh, Okay. But what if you woke up today and you're in Germany? Uh, Germany is hurting right now, man. uh, and these are innocent people. I'm Germanic in my bloodline, Austri- Austrian Germanic. Man, I love these okay, people. Okay, my last name is Westfall. And so literally my family came out of Westfalia, Germany. Yeah. These are people yeah. in Austria. You wake up in pretty much anywhere in the European Union today, winter's coming. It's November uh, 3rd today, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. Winter's coming, and they do not have fuel. No. And they're cutting down ancient forests in Germany to get some BTU stocked up in wood and making makeshift uh, wood stoves to try to ward off from freezing this winter. And uh, this should not be happening, and the world has plenty of energy, but it's the corruption of evil, expansionist governments that have stopped the supply line to force it, and it's the globalist behind all of this. Yeah, yeah, and and if you even just listen to them them talk, uh, they have no concern for people. I mean, the resident is acting like there's no... Uh, uh, no crisis whatsoever coming or even at hand. And right now it's at hand, dude, who can afford, who can afford to buy groceries anymore? You just said that they don't care about people. Well, I think it's even worse than that, John in agenda 2030, they have planned for the human population to be reduced from 7.4 billion now to just over 500 million for sustainable growth for the planet. That's a, that's kind of a a soft way to say we plan on uh, 6.8 billion of you to die. Right. Right. So it isn't that they don't care that they have an agenda. Well, we know who's behind the agenda. Right. Satan is yep. uh, the prince and pow- power of this air. He is accomplishing his goal to to destroy people. And well, so, and, and you know, if you if you look at if you look at the size that heaven is going to be, and you look at six thousand years, heaven is fifteen hundred miles square. The New Jerusalem. It's half of the United States, and there's going to be more than enough space. For the multitude to exist space food and energy will not be a problem not, in his kingdom which is coming where his will will be done yeah and if you look at america the truth is the world could live in in america oh yeah if we just used our resources yeah and we conserved our resources which you can yeah. do and i uh, think and i think that's with everyone getting a quarter of an acre i could put a big garden on a quarter acre now think about that if 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 the entire world could live in the United States uh, and have each have a quarter of an acre. We don't have a problem with resources. We don't have a problem with, with climate control. We don't have like the problem does not, what exists is evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived in the time of the end. According to first Timothy chapter three, verse 15, Johnny, what if you woke up in Poland today you would find that our nation, without the approval of the Polish people, but by the government, are, is now the staging ground for the proxy war that NATO and America is having with Russia. Ukraine has been 
pretty much destroyed. They've sacrificed. The deep state has sacrificed right. the Ukrainian nation uh, for but, their... And, and America was just using Ukraine as a laundromat. Exactly. Laundering our money. That's all they were doing. Patting the po uh, pockets of the, of yes. the uh, elite. Uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, and convincing us that it's Putin... Putin, Putin. Yeah, Putin, bad guy, Putin, bad guy. Yeah. And they baited him and forced him into this war. Right. So now Poland is in literally the crosshairs of Russia because they are the staging ground. And they, the Polish people are so fed up. They're furious. They're fearful. They are rioting in the streets against their own government. What did Jesus say? Distress of nations with perplexity if you and, wake up, and kingdom against kingdom within yeah that's wars within within the nation within the nations and it's happening right uh what if you wake up today and you're in the uk oh my goodness you're <laughs> your queen just died she's what 199 years old and now you got a new king and he's dying i just heard reports on his health he's He's not supposed to be actually brought in until next May. I don't know if he's going to make it till right. then. And I know he's not really controlling the government, but it, it's still uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And uh, their, their last prime minister lasted 44 Johnson days. Did Boris Johnson is back. Boris Johnson is one from the school of uh, young global leaders out of Klaus Schwab school, uh, the uh, World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. And so, man, these globalists are in position and they, their, their populaces are waking up to who they are, what they believe, what they're doing. And we have the words of Jesus being fulfilled, kingdom against kingdom. Well, and if you look, what you don't hear about, but I think we are somewhere around 18 world leaders died this year alone. Very interesting, isn't it? 18 world leaders died this year alone, which is massive because what are they doing? They're plugging in new world order globalist leaders. Yeah. Kind of like what Jesus warned us would happen yeah. in the time of the end. What if you woke up in China this morning? What would you be facing, Pastor John? Oh, <laughs> China, they don't even care about their own people at this point, dude. They're sacrificing their own people. Their inflation rate is about 13%. Their, their whole infrastructure has been built on a housing market. They have built these massive, they call them ghost cities. Yeah, because nobody's living in it. Because nobody can afford it. Right. They're sitting there empty, and their whole financial thing was a Ponzi scheme. That's all it was. And it's it's falling apart yeah. as we speak. They're armed, they're desperate, and they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. They can they feed their own people? No. No, sir. So they're buying up farms all over America, uh and they're shutting them down right. for now, but they have their eye on the future. Once we conquer the world, which they're not, but they're they're gonna try. Mm -hmm. That's what the whole the final battle of Armageddon is, Easty versus Westy. And their plans are because their fields and their uh, are so polluted and their water supply is so polluted, they can't even irrigate with the water they have to grow the food that they need. So they're buying up farms in America to ultimately grow their food here and let America just basically be a province of right. China right. is their plans. Now we know from the scriptures, that's not going to happen, but that is their plan. That's what they're looking at. And they now own all this, this farmland in America laying fallow and all these food factories that have been uh, mysteriously uh, burned. Well, and you know, I, I don't even know if, if people in America realize, like, say, chicken. So here's what happens. We, we have chicken farms. We process the chicken. 
we freeze the chicken, put it on barges, send the chicken to China. China processes the chicken, thaws it out, processes it, refreezes it, ships it back to us. My wife, I will not eat anything from China if we know about it. China, listen, listen, America doesn't make any of its medicines. All coming from where? China. Yeah, we didn't know that before COVID. Right. But but now we know that. Yeah, America makes nothing. America, America just reroutes stuff, but we don't actually produce anything. Yeah. So if you're in China and you disagree with the Communist Chinese Party, put something up on Chinese Facebook you're that going they don't down. like, what happens? Oh, you're going down. Click, yeah. goes to your bank account. And you're imprisoned or, yeah. or you worse. You yeah, you disappear. disappear, right. Yeah. Right. So what if, you, what if you wake up in Russia today? What are you facing, Pastor John? So Russia, well, Russia is actually doing probably better than anyone. They have fuel. They have fuel. Food is is kind of they got it, but it's getting it's, scarce. It's scarce. Mm-hmm. They've got fuel. They're not going to freeze. Right. But, but but Russia probably out of all the countries, dude, Russia is probably faring the best. And they got a, a, a president that's just confronting the globalist leaders. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of good. Yeah. That's what Trump was doing, which mm-hmm. is so ironic, isn't it? Putin's fighting the deep state in Ukraine. He's not fighting Ukraine. He's right. fighting the deep state. He's trying to stay a nationalist. He's trying to protect his country. Trump is trying to get them out of control here in America, which they are mm-hmm. as we speak. Yes. They're in control. Well, that's why country. everything is going down because, and, and I don't, I don't know that, I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that anything is going to change because we are so deep that I don't think there, I think we've crossed a line of return. Yeah, we've discussed that before. We hope we're wrong. But the way I look at it is, I think God used Trump to kind of push back the globalist for a few years. Mm-hmm. And and then- If uh, anything, that was America's opportunity to repent. But we didn't repent. Um, no. We got lower gas prices. We liked that, but did we repent? No, no, we, we had a, a and God will never deliver a country that's unrepentant. And we had, we had abundance and we enjoyed that, but did we repent? No. Now, you know, God could choose to push this back. There's a lot of resistance to the globalist movement now. And I I consider myself part of that movement, but it's the Holy Spirit. But here's the thing. There's resistance to the global movement. There's resistance to this food problem and diesel problem and labor problem and all these other problems that we have the 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 uh gender problem that like all of this <laughs> that's another podcast right <laughs> like like there's resistance to all this but there's no resistance from anybody that has power yeah that's the thing that's amazing so i see so two, how do we stop it well i don't know if we're called to stop it i no. think we're called to worship yep we worship god we we're called to, to look up yeah, look up for your redemption draws. No, yeah, nigh. Yeah, that's that's what we're called to yeah. do. Yeah. We're salt. We're light. Mm-hmm. We we preach what Jesus said mm-hmm. to our generation, so that they will be ready for His return. Mm-hmm. That's what we're supposed to do. And when I think of supply lines, and am I going to have fuel oil for the winter? Uh, am I going to be able to to actually make this move, spend the winter in Florida, and make the move to South Carolina? I don't know. But you know what? I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to worship my way through. I'm going to praise my way through. If God chooses to use a red wave politically to kind of move things back, I'll rejoice. But if he doesn't, 
I just know my redemption draws nigh. My victory is not in the uh, voting booth. My victory is not in the Republican Party. Uh, my victory well, I mean, is it not. It can't be in the Republican Party or the voting booth because even if you vote someone in that has any kind of morals, within a couple of months they're bought out and That's owned what's by been the elite, happened. so it don't matter. That's what has happened for the last especially 40 years mm -hmm. that I've been watching this thing. Yeah. So we know uh, if God chooses to push it back, great. If yeah. he chooses not to, that's okay too, because Jesus will come when the time is perfect. If he will redeem, he'll take his church home. He'll pull back his Holy Spirit, allow this globalist leader, the Antichrist, to arise out of the Western Western power, all the technology is in place for him to control the finances of the world. So I want to kind of do my part of kind of closing this out now, mm -hmm. and you do your part, okay? Because we're kind of doing this on the fly, but we got a lot of ammo. Right, right. And we feel that this is a, a help to, to those of you who are listening. Uh, the food, the fuel, the money is all tied together and one, and it's it's shaking. America has never faced quite the conflict that that it, uh, awaits us right after the the U.S. Petroleum uh, Reserve uh, Biden drained it down to try to keep prices fairly a little bit lower on on gasoline to kind of make himself look good. Now that's gone. He, that was bought at $30 a barrel and it's going to have to be refilled at $100 a barrel. So this was brought our prices down a little bit. They're going to skyrocket. Right. In my view, hope I'm wrong, but they're going to skyrocket probably within a week. Well, and they're going to skyrocket right after the election. That's what I think. So like $10 a gallon. I think you're right. I hope at you're the wrong. Pump. Yeah. So it's a perfect storm, but it's just... As Jesus said, yeah. it would be, mm -hmm. and he, I think he would tell us who follow him, fear not, mm -hmm. be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, have some preparation. Mm -hmm. So give, what are your final thoughts, Pastor John? So I am, all right, so here's where I'm at. And this is what I've been telling my church. I've been telling everyone, we have no control over the diesel. We have no control over the food. We have no control over the water. We have no control over finances. finances. We have no control over other countries. As a matter of fact, all these other countries don't have a, a control over themselves, let alone over anyone else. So we are living in a world of absolute, complete chaos. And inflation is going nuts on top of that. Where? In Everywhere. every country. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so the reality is that I'm going to tell you, uh, I would get some food stored up. I would get some water put away. I would, uh, if I could get a f extra tank of gas, I would get an extra tank of gas. I definitely wouldn't let my vehicle get below a half a tank. And, in, and for the next few weeks, I would not allow myself to have less gas in my vehicle. Uh, top it off. I, you got to keep it topped off so that if you do go an hour from home, you can make it back home if everything shuts down. Always keep enough gas in your uh, vehicle to get back home. Now, we, and I hate that we have to have these conversations, but this too. is the reality. And so you have to take care of your family. You have to take care of yourself and you always have to be smart. And again, um, uh, put yourself in a position that you have at least a month of no panic of food and resources so that you can process what's going on and, and, uh, res do a reset, 
personally. And, uh, and I think if you do all that, you're, you'll really be okay. And, uh, don't America, live in, don't live in denial. Yeah. I think America is still the best place to be. Yes. Yes. And that, that gives me a little bit of hope, mm-hmm. but you know, this isn't fun for pastor John and I to do, but we love you, our audience, yes. and we want you to be biblically aware. We want you to be worldly aware mm-hmm. as the men of Issachar who understood their times and knew what to do. That's our, our heartbeat as we share this with you today. Yeah. And that's why I say, don't, don't go into denial. Um, if, if you can call your doctor and get extra medication, um, to, to take you an extra month, I, I would do that. Like I would do all the things that I needed, uh, to give myself a, a minimum of a month so that if everything falls apart, uh, you are not running in the streets, uh, endangering yourself, uh, trying to find food, trying to find food or whatever you can set back and let the storm calm down and let a sense of order reestablish itself after a while. And I, and then I think you'll be okay. But if you ignore this, if you act like this is not happening, what you're saying is, especially as a Christian, you're saying that God is wrong because, and you're saying Jesus is wrong specifically because Jesus said, this is what it's going to look like. Jesus said in verse 25, uh, distress, which is like literally imprisoning yourself perplexity is lack of money or possessions, lack of means and resources. And Jesus says that this is going to be your sign of his soon return. Yeah. Joseph was tipped off by God. That Seven years was coming. Yeah. And he had his, had his nation ready. Yeah. That's our heartbeat. Be ready. Just for be such ready. An hour. Yeah. As you think not just be ready and not be ready for five years, but be ready for um, a month or two to let things settle down. And if they don't settle down, I think King Jesus is going to come. Everything's going to be good. Well, Hey guys, I really hope that this has helped you and that you, you really look at this, right? I mean, we've combined our podcast together because we want you to get all the information and we want it out everywhere that we can get it. And so uh, please like, share, subscribe, follow, and, uh, and share this with other people. Not to scare anyone, but hopefully to move them into preparation. You know, there's nothing wrong with being the ant, but the grasshopper has massive problems. <laughs> he lives in the moment. He lives in the moment. He's and, the party bug. <laughs> and that, that moment uh, can take you out. So uh, I just encourage you to be the ant and uh, be prepared as always. So until next time, God bless.